I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to Voice First Health episode 38. It is fantastic to have you along today. And today I've got a guest talking about a topic that we really haven't spoken about much before on this podcast. And that is all about how people that may be living with physical disabilities, mobility issues, can use voice, can leverage this technology to help them in their everyday lives. And today I'm really excited to introduce you to Mauricio Meza who is the co-founder of Komodo Open Lab, and they have their flagship product called Tecla. And we get into this discussion about what this product is doing for these people that have these mobility issues. And of course, in particular, how this company and this product is leveraging voice to really make the lives that much easier for these people. It's fantastic technology, and uh, I was really excited to hear about the work that Mauricio and his team are doing in this area. So I want to share that with you, and without any further ado, let's get right into the podcast. Hi there, Mauricio. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Terry. It's my pleasure. Now, we've got some very interesting technology to talk about today, something that we really haven't talked about on this podcast much previously, so I'm very excited to do that. Um, but first, we should probably um, go ahead and have you introduce yourself to the listeners and tell, tell us a little bit about your background and your company. Um, yeah, a little bit of your introduction. Um, so my background is on biomedical engineering. And before, before starting the company with one of my former uh, classmates from engineering school, Jorge Silva, I work as an assistive technology consultant at the Spinal Cord Rehab Center here in Toronto. Um, working in the field of assistive technology, that's kind of led to the the formation of the company. As uh, at the time, we saw there was a big need to make uh, mobile technology more accessible, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how we started uh, in making Android devices uh, uh, accessible for people with physical disabilities. And as technology has progressed, we're starting to get more into smart home technology and. Um, kind of seen how Tecla, that's the name of the product, can fit in that space to make uh, mainstream technology accessible for those that have limited mobility. Great. Uh, so that's how we formed the company Komodo Open Lab, and we uh, have created this product line called Tecla. Fantastic. So how old is this company now? Uh, I think right now we're about eight years old since okay. we uh, founded the company. Uh, so far, we had like three generations of products, mm-hmm. and the latest generation, the hardware is called Tecla E, and it comes uh, with uh, companion apps for Android and iOS um, that provide access to smart home devices and uh, also device functions. Like uh, it's a, the apps are a, uh, an accessible way for people to create speed dials, templates for emails and text messages and use uh, smart home devices. It's like an integrated uh, place where you can have all your different devices. So it could be wall plugs, it could be your thermostat, your lights in uh, one interface that it is accessible for people using uh, different kind of devices to control their, their phones. So it could be by blinking or blowing or through their wheelchair controllers. 
Interesting. Okay. And so this is um this is actual hardware device that you have created, and it and a company is the app. So um, can you give us some examples of like how it's being used? We'll get into the voice technology here in a moment, but just generally speaking, how this is being used currently. Uh, well, it it used in different ways. So the box, it's the the hardware. It connects wirelessly to your phone or your tablet, mm-hmm. and then it works with the accessibility service of the device. So that accessibility service on iOS or Android allows you to navigate the interface in a simpler way. And then the user, depending on what their function is, uh, might be able to control the device by blinking or blowing or through their wheelchair controller. So that connection between that sensor or switch to the box, it's a wire connection. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our users would have the Tecla device mounted on their wheelchair and connected to their electronics. For some other people, it's from bed. They may have the Tecla device on their bedside table and what we call a zip and puff switch mounted on next to their bed so they can use it uh, from that uh, location. Perfect, perfect. And okay. then uh, you can, depending on the number of, of movements you can do, is how uh, faster the service gets, like the, the actual usage. So you can only do one thing, let's say blowing, the system kind of moves uh, the cursor, if we want to call it in a way, okay. for you, and then you activate your switch to select. But if you have multiple uh, switches, so let's say maybe you're controlling it with head movements and you can move left, right, and back, then you have more control, so you can move next, go previews, and then select. Okay. So you have a bit more control. Uh, so it's all about that that number of, movements that you can perform fantastic fantastic so now in addition to controlling it the way you've just mentioned whether it's through blinking or through blowing um what interests me very much is how voice technology comes into this so can you talk now a little bit about your integration with various aspects of voice technology yeah well i think uh the search that we have with voice assistants and all the different uh, devices that are now compatible with voice have opened an opportunity to make things more accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with a lot of the smart home technology coming out and prices coming down overall in how can you automate a home, this, this uh, was an opportunity to uh, use these technologies to make things more accessible for people with uh, disabilities. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our users uh, with, for example, spinal cord injuries that their voices are, are perfect, uh, they can use voice assistants to make phone calls, send a text message, uh, tell the, uh, like, uh, the Amazon Echo to control their lights or uh, change the temperature in their thermostat. But... Um, so this is a big opportunity, but that, for example, relies on location. So if you are not maybe on your room where you have your echo, how could you control these devices? Mm. So something that we built in our app is an integration with the Alexa voice service. Mm-hmm. So from our app, no matter where you are, on your phone or your tablet, you can call Alexa and give the verbal command to it. Now, the second part is we have a lot of users where their voices are not perfect. Uh, we have a lot of users that have very low volume voices, some of them that have uh, speech impairments that would make it very hard for for an assistant to understand what they are saying. 
uh, or they are maybe in locations or specific times when voice is not available. Like some of our users may be on a ventilator at night, mm -hmm. so they wouldn't be able to use a voice assistant. So that would break kind of that reliance on speech uh, recognition to control their environment. Sure. So what we uh, did uh, in our app, we built integration with these services, but instead of having to speak, you can create buttons. Like the app is very simple. You, it's a, it's a simple interface. You can create buttons and assign functions to buttons. So those functions could be on your phone, a speed dial or a template for a, uh, email or a text message. But you can also make one of these buttons a command of with the message that Alexa would understand. So if you press that button, you are telling Alexa to turn your light on or to uh, change the channel on your TV. So then this app, it's fully accessible to kind of the, the accessibility services I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So anyone with a little as, as one function that they can perform like blinking, blowing, can have a, a range of functions they can perform from their phone. Interesting. So I'm curious, how does that actually work with the Alexa voice service? If somebody, if, if the app is set up so that they, you know, they're, they're, they're selecting a button, then what's actually happening with the Alexa voice? Is there some type of generated audio that then talks to Alexa or how do you have that set up? Uh, yeah. So basically what happens is um, we, we have that integration. So you just go into the app. We have an area where you add your Alexa account. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, we open, when you create a button, we generate a sound file with that um, uh, like a specific message to Alexa. Mm -hmm. And then every time you activate that button, we send that sound file that we created to the Alexa voice service. So then Alexa can respond. And All that's done in our server, but and we store those uh, sound files there. So when you activate that switch, we just send that message. And does the person actually hear that audio being spoken to Alexa, or is that all happen in the background? It all happens in the background. Okay, okay. And so, and they can choose from almost any type of function that they want that supports the Alexa voice service. Uh, the only thing that we cannot um, use mm -hmm. is uh, streaming. So okay. we get responses from Alexa. Uh -huh. uh, we just hear okay or if there's a problem that sometimes would happen like you would hear alexa it's down or alexa couldn't recognize you would hear it back that sound but uh streaming doesn't uh, come back but you can create uh, a button that would say alexa play music on echo dot so if you have a speaker there mm -hmm. the music would be played there Okay. So you cannot stream directly to an app, to our app, but you can stream to a speaker that Alexa knows in your in your setup. Interesting. So that's a very it's an interesting take on the voice technology because it's a way that, like you said, somebody that maybe can't actually use their voice, they can still access the voice technology. You've gotten a, you've you've created a solution for this problem. Yeah, and I think one of the big things it's traditionally uh, devices to for home automation for people with disabilities are really expensive and hard to set up. Mm -hmm. So let's say if you would set up something uh, for someone at home, mm -hmm. it would be only them who could use it. And if someone else would use it at home, they could 
stop uh, stop it from working. But by using the same devices that everyone else in the household could use, uh, then you're making it a more accessible setup for the entire family. Oh, interesting. And so where are these audio files? So you say you generate an audio file. Are they then stored locally on the phone? And then when they activate it, that is then sent to the cloud, similar to as if I had spoken a voice command to, to Alexa? Uh, I might be wrong about this. It's uh, my <laughs> co-founder who have the technical details, but I do think that it, they're stored in our uh, server in the cloud. Okay. So when you activate the switch, that that command goes to our server that uh, forwards that message then to the Alexa server. Great, great. And so how, how long have you been using this this type of service now with, with like Alexa? How long has that been integrated with Tecla? Uh, we launched this uh, generation of products last year, like at the beginning of 2018. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been about a year, since, a year and a, a few months since we started uh, using Alexa. Great. And, and what sort of feedback are you getting from the users who are using that, that, that uh, technology? Uh, they really like that the simplicity of it uh -huh. because it's um, when you compare it to like other systems, we have integrations with other services like uh, Harmony from Logitech. Mm -hmm. We have integration with IFTTT uh, mm -hmm. as well, and that setup part takes a couple extra steps. Yeah. Uh, you have to open multiple apps, but with Alexa, the Alexa setup is getting easier. Right, like you just as long as you turn the Alexa on in your Wi-Fi, it recognizes devices in your area and add them automatically to your account. Right. And then once that's done, you just add your credentials of Alexa, and then you just type the message that you would say to Alexa. So okay. it, it's becoming uh, it's really simple that setup part. Uh -huh. um, I was in a rehab center uh, recently in um, New Jersey. And they were using Alexa a lot. And then when they realized that they could use Tecla with the same devices that they were already setting up for other patients, mm -hmm. but for patients that were not verbal, they could use the same technology. They were really surprised that it was so simple, the transition, because they, they already have uh, uh, the devices. For example, they actually showed me, and I didn't know this, but the, the new uh, FireCube TV, mm -hmm. Has an integrated infrared uh, transmitter, so it recognizes your TV, your cable box, and with commands you can uh, control all these different devices with voice commands. Okay. But by using the app, you can have a very accessible um, remote control for your TV and media uh -huh. uh, that is voice or uh, non-voice activated. So that uh, it can they can be uh, used easily by anyone. Fantastic, fantastic. And so to actually get this up and running, say somebody wanted to to get this up and running, they would essentially purchase the hardware device, the Tecla. And actually, then... they don't need to purchase oh. the hardware. Uh, okay. To to get this started, they just need to download the app. Uh -huh. The app's available on the Apple App Store. Uh -huh. Uh, or the Android app is available through our website. Okay. And once you install it, you just create an account uh, so that all your your settings are personalized. Mm -hmm. And then you can start using the remote. Mm -hmm. uh, the hardware is 
specifically for those that have uh, like the physical disability that they are not able to use their phone directly. I see. Uh, but the app for that, uh, you can uh, find it and start using it now. Wonderful. Oh, wow. That's, this sounds like a really neat uh, solution to, to this problem of, of not being able to use your voice. But now with everybody talking about voice technology, it really opens up these doors for, yeah. for this, this segment of the population. Yeah, we, we actually have a user. He's, uh, he uses voice technology a lot, but the use case that he found uh, for the device is at night. Because at night, sometimes he's still up, he's still controlling things. Uh-huh. But his uh, wife is sleeping next to him, so he doesn't want to use voice because he's going to wake her up. So he's using our app just so he can control things quietly. Okay. That's what I need, too, so I don't wake up my wife when I'm talking to, to my yeah. devices. No, that's great. That's great. So what's what's the plan here going forward for the future for your, for your company and, and for TechLight? Can you tell us a little bit more about sort of your future plans with this? Yeah, so we're uh, trying to get... Uh, more known like it's that i think the kind of product that we have it's quite niche so it's how can we get to actual more users mm-hmm. and how can we um, kind of disseminate the message like if you think about it we're trying to to provide technology to a population that in general have uh, limited access right and the best way we know it's through technology so it's uh it's trying to find other channels where we can uh uh, reach out more users. Uh, mm-hmm. so we work with rehab centers. We recently started a partnership with Bell. Okay. So Bell is subsidizing the the Tecla hardware for those users that uh, otherwise wouldn't be unable to use a smartphone or a tablet. Oh wow! Um, so we're trying to like uh, form uh, partnerships like that 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 can help uh, amplify the message mm-hmm. uh, of Tecla. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to find uh, like something we are working on is uh, on the device itself, mm-hmm. um, providing more services. So, for example, the device is ready for um, remote monitoring. So, for example, uh, uh, a family would be able to uh, remote monitor a wheelchair user where they know uh make sure that the temperature around them it's it's fine like maybe in the winter making sure that it's not too cold uh, in the summer make sure that they are in a place where it's a comfortable temperature so those are, are um, new tasks or new functionality that uh, we're working on uh-huh are you reaching out directly to the like the healthcare providers physiatrists you know um, spine surgeons and so on uh, not directly. We were more with people in the rehab space, so occupational therapists, mm-hmm. um, physiotherapists, that would be more at that um, kind of a stage when someone is being discharged of a hospital and they may need to gain access to to um, in technology that would enable independence. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, this is fascinating. I, I, I love it. I think it's a great, great use uh, of the technology. It's serving a community that otherwise wouldn't be able to have access to the voice technology. So, well, great. I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to hear about it. Congratulations on everything that you've done so far. Um, where can the listeners go to learn more about what you're doing and, and otherwise connect with, with you or your company? Uh, they can go to our website. Um, our website is uh, gettecla.com. Gettecla.com, and I'll be sure to put that in the show notes for the for the page. 
Fantastic. Um, and so if anybody knows, knows somebody that might benefit from this technology or if they know themselves that they would benefit from the technology, that would be the good place to kind of go and first check it out. Yeah, they can go learn more about the product and they can actually sign up for consultations with our team so we can chat with them and see what are their needs and how can Tecla help them. Fantastic, fantastic. And if somebody wanted to reach out to you personally to, to, you know, to discuss this or partnerships, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? Would it be through the website as well or how would be the best? Yeah, way? they can go to the website or they can actually email me. So my email is Mauricio, M-A-U-R-I-C-I-O at kmo.do. Perfect. And I'll put that in the, in the show notes as well. I'll put the link to your email address. So, well, thanks so much, Mauricio. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on and explain the technology. It's, uh, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's very nice to hear that this sort of thing is going on. And uh, I really appreciate the, the work that you're doing. Thanks. And thanks for having me. My pleasure. Well, there you go. Fascinating work, uh, fascinating product. You know, the thing that really strikes me now with all this technology that's evolving is how people that maybe have some issues with using certain functions, whether it's their voice, sight, mobility, you know, you name it. When there are companies like Komodo Open Lab, as Mauricio described, it's amazing how this technology is allowing people to overcome these disabilities. And, you know, we're talking so much now about voice technology, voice technology, how great it is. And it's easy to you know, to sometimes forget that there are people that can't use their voices and yet there's so much that they could benefit from if they could tap into that technology. And so when you have a product like what Mauricio described and you can find ways to help people that otherwise would not be able to use voice technology to use it and then have access to everything that that, that allows and opens all these doors, I think that's really, really remarkable. So again, congratulations to the team. Uh, again, I'll have all the links that Mauricio mentioned on the show notes page and that you can access as usual at voicefirsthealth.com slash 38 for this episode. I want to finish off by giving you just a little teaser about a special program that a couple of partners and I are working on, which is going to be available to you coming up uh, early August if you're in the Boston area. Uh, I'm not going to give you too much right now because we're working out the final details, but I'll put it this way. If you want to get started in voice technology and you have an interest in healthcare, then this is a special educational boot camp that you're going to want to be a part of. All right. So stay tuned to the podcast. Stay tuned to voicefirsthealth.com because I will have uh, more details coming out very, very shortly. All right. Uh, Have a great week and I will talk to you very soon.